five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Hello and welcome to Truth, Beer, and Podsequences. This is the podcast where my co-hosts and I listen to all the Cincinnati-based craft beer podcasts from the previous week. We get together on a Tuesday here at our gracious podcast host, BC's Bottle Lodge Montgomery, and we give our version of the truth of how those podcasts went. Hopefully there aren't too many consequences from the hosts of the other shows. It's okay. It's we've, all going. we've been good for good. a while. Yeah, Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. I am Marco. I'm a brewer and a bartender here locally, and I'm going to introduce that voice you just heard, the best co-host in Podcastlandia. I am Julia. I drink all of the Cincinnati craft beers, and every now and then I hang out with Sasquatch. That's true. That's We're going to talk true. about that. Yeah, yeah. Gonna Either in this episode or, or in a bonus. You'll That's have right. to wait around and find out. That's right. So, Marco, it is a beautiful day outside. BC's has the garage doors open. Producer mm-hmm. Brian has produced us some amazing liquid that we need to shout out. Oh, so, here it is. So, yes, a, good, a good beer podcast is not a good beer podcast without having good beer, without, right. without drinking. Yes. So, Marco, please, please, please introduce everyone to what we are both enjoying on this fine Tuesday evening. So, there's a two-part story here, everyone. Yes. Uh, so, we have number 21 on the board, number one in our glass. We have Sea uh, Cerveza, which is a lime lager uh, from Masthead Brewing, which is out of Cleveland, Ohio. So good. However. We made it better. We... Uh, there was a new news article about a local company uh, that's making alcoholic-flavored uh, ice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe. Well, it's not just alcoholic-flavored ice. Oh yeah. It's alcoholic ice. Oh yeah, it's yes. it's alcoholic ice, and uh, they're based out of, I believe, Westchester mm-hmm. here locally, and they just signed um, a really fantastic deal. The article was about how they're getting into chain stores, mm-hmm. yeah, and that is really fantastic for them. So, uh, congratulations to this local company, Blocks Spiked Ice. So, what we have is a lime blocks spiked ice. Lime lager. Lime lager. <laughs> we limed this bitch up, and it's pretty fantastic. Not going to lie. Shout out to Blocks, and congratulations on your, uh, you know, the, your upcoming, uh, you know. Expansion and Expansion and yeah. explosion, and hopefully all of the success in the world. Uh, you know, with that being said. We would love to go ahead and talk about and promote Block Spike Dice at every chance that we would get. So Blocks, local company, small local business to small local podcast, certainly reach out to us and let us know, um, you know, what sort of uh, sponsorship arrangement you'd like to make. And yeah. we'd be happy to uh, work that out with you. And Julia, not only does Block Spike Dice, you know, tell them how to get in touch with us, but tell how all of our friends and followers and thank you to all of the people that have been listening to us for a long time. Thank you to all of those who are brand new to the podcast. Let everyone know how they can get in touch with us. They can get in touch with us for sponsorship information or just to say hi at Truth Beer Pod on all of your favorite social media platforms. You, you can email us, truthbeerpod at gmail.com. You can find all of our episodes on YouTube, and you can go to truthbeerpod.com to find both a link to all of our social media as well as a nice big blue support us link in case you wanted to toss a couple dollars our way for a block sponsorship or just so that we can continue to upgrade our equipment, buy more beers, and have more fun. 
Yes, and fun uh, has and will be had, Julia. Uh, Absolutely. We are, I'm ready to dig into and talk about everything uh, that was Cincinnati-based craft beer podcast and craft beer experience from this uh, past week and weekend. Yeah. Uh, so, Julia, did you listen to any uh, local craft beer or Cincinnati-based craft beer podcast last I, week? I listened to a couple. Let's see if you and I are on the same laminated show sheet with okay. what uh, with what we listened to. So, first off, there is the Cincy Brewcast, where Gnome talked to North. Northern Row Brewing about Northern Row and Lagerfest. And friend of the show, Brendan. Excellent. I and got I got recently sent a photo of Brendan with a friend of mine attending an event at Northern Row. Oh, that's amazing. That was pretty cool. I love how the Venn diagrams of the people we know and don't know in yep. craft beer and the podcast just they keep connecting. It's slowly becoming just one giant circle and, yep. and I'm I'm here for it. Yep. Uh, let's see. Episode eighty-three. Of shift beers. Yes, yes. Yeah, that was that was a fun one. I'm gonna have a good time and talking about that. It was not a seltzer show. It was absolutely not a seltzer show. They will be very interested to hear a certain number that we ooh, throw out at the end of their recap. Ooh, everybody stay tuned for that. And then a new one that we have that this is one that we had both checked out way back when we first started talking about this podcast. Yeah. We both thought that this was not a Cincinnati-based podcast, which it is and it isn't. We're talking about Beers and Beards, which is, I'm, right. I'm going to mess it up at some point, just it's, like Cincy Brewcast. It's our truth. So one of the hosts, and we'll kind of go into this um, a little bit later, but one host is local to Cincinnati, mm -hmm. and one lives in in Kentucky somewhere, somewhere in, in the hollers of middle southern-ish kentucky yeah, I don't know we don't know. I don't know i don't know but it's, they uh, they just those. recently had their hundredth episode yeah. and they recorded at wooden cask apparently the audio for that was didn't come out quite right so they released an episode where they did they talked about that episode and a clip of the episode so we are going to be talking today about beers and beards episode 100.5 i want to just go ahead and jump right into it because i'm talking so much about it well we can do that if you want yeah yeah let's let's, let's do that um this is one that we haven't listened to a lot of episodes because, again, the, the one or two episodes that we listened to to see if it fit our wheelhouse, neither of us thought it was local for some reason. I don't know why. Right. I'm not sure where, where that error was and I also on our looked, side. And when we did in the beginning of our podcast uh, look to see if this was uh, one that we should keep on our radar, mm -hmm. I couldn't get a clear definition of where it was based from. I felt it was like out of a, a Lexington or Louisville mm -hmm. uh, uh, based podcast. Right, which um, which sounds like it's not, that's not too far off from half of the co-hosts. So Beers and Beards is a podcast by uh, David McKinney, who is in Cincinnati. Yeah. And uh, I think it was Gary Thomas, who in this episode, in episode 100.5, he mentioned that they were at Wooden Cask and he still had an hour and a half drive home. So we're going to say Louisville or Lexington, right. somewhere or somewhere in between. So it is and it isn't local. They were at a local brewery. They were talking about local beer. So this is probably going to be a podcast that we're going to listen to. And when it fits that Cincinnati right. dynamic, we are absolutely going to talk about it. I apologize to them if they happen to listen to the show that we just were just i don't know i don't know what happened but and, we're going to talk and, about them now but also too if if they even care to listen to our show and i, and I hope that they do occasionally or, or regularly uh feel free to let us know uh send us a message and let us know if if 
you know, if you're if you're going to be in Lexington or Louisville or whatever, it may be fun to listen to, but we just may not discuss that on the podcast. Right. But it if, might if fit you into the are going to be parenting podcast thing to where right. not every episode is exactly what we talk about here. Right. But it, yeah. it, as an example, like if they are doing something like this at Wooden Cask, talking mm-hmm. to Randy, uh, who we have personally had discussions Correct. with yeah. talking to uh, Michael from Medina, who was on who? the podcast <laughs> the week <laughs> prior. Uh, you know, it, it's, you know, let us know. We're happy to talk about all that. And, and uh, not just happy to talk about all of that, but I mean, welcome communication from a lot of the other podcasts that that happens to from time to time, such as Jungle Jim's international mm-hmm. podcast. Yes. I mean, absolutely. If, if they felt the need or, or were inclined to give us a heads up, uh, we would absolutely uh, go ahead and listen. Now, I, I I get what you're doing there, though. I get I get what you're doing is you're making us listen every time, <laughs> and then we're only talking about it when it pertains to what we're doing. Um, hey, they but, got us. You know, if uh, you know, if we communicate that way, that would be fun. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so so yeah, they did talk to Randy and they talked to Michael. Mm-hmm. Um, it was only about 30 minutes overall, even with the discussion about you know the audio and what they were putting out and that sort of thing. But right. what notes did you take, Julia? So the notes that I had for for episode 100.5 of Beers and Beards is, like you just said, the beginning of the episode was talking about their 100th episode, which congratulations, guys. That is a huge milestone for any podcast. Main, you know, Huge props to you guys for hitting that. Heck yeah. Um, really wish that the audio would have come out better for your entire episode so that we could hear the entire all the events that happened while you wouldn't cast. But what they did was they just played a like 15, 20 minute clip that was audibly intact from that episode. Yeah, it was fairly okay. Yeah, and they were talking to one of our good friends who we talked to last week that I ran into at Missing Link Fest this weekend. Nice. Michael from Adina. Nice. I, I get I get where they're coming from too on that live uh, from that live aspect because of the live show that we did. Um, right. And the live shows that we were a part of. You can't always tell what it's going to sound like, what the mics are going to yeah, pick up. Yeah, and it can be tricky, too, right? It's almost as if, you know, you have to commit to, if you're going to be live um, and, and broadcasting to essentially an audience, I mean, you've got to play to the audience, sure, right? Sure, and absolutely. So, you know, you have to commit to that, and hopefully you can still have some some regular framework to your show, but you don't know how that audio is going to end up. And mm-hmm. so is, is it is it good? Is it crisp? Is it good enough? You know, is it, and I, I get it because yeah. uh, we experienced it too. But luckily I did get a couple of good notes out of the clip that they were able to play. Yeah. First and foremost, and this is something we already knew, Michael from Medina is an IPA guy. Yeah. So there, there are multiple of them in the Cincinnati area, multiple of them who have been on our podcast before. Right. So shout out to all the IPA guys. Out all the there. IPA guys and gals. And gals. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, let's see. Um, Michael dropped two new brewery names that Adina is going to be bringing into the Cincinnati area on their show. One, I'm not going to do the actual names of the breweries because you guys should listen. It's a 30-minute episode. You guys should listen to this episode. Right. You you have all the time in the world to do so, or at least 30 minutes to do so. Or, One yeah. is is named like a big, strong tree, ah. and the other is something that you don't know is there, but you might be aware of its presence. 
So those may or may not help you with determining brewery mm. names for who Adina is going to be okay. bringing into the Cincinnati area sometime soon. But definitely keep your eye on the shelves of your favorite uh, local bottle shops for mm. some new goodness. And the last note that I had, you know that we like to have fun with the podcast that we recap. So this is definitely on that mark, even though we've never met the host of this show. David has been growing his beard out since episode one of Beers and Beards. Yeah. And he finally has enough hair on his face to actually call a beard. There you go. Yeah. That may or may not there be were, what was the, said. It was a lot of, <laughs> <laughs> that was one thing is it like, I was like, you know, where are the beards? Well, I've never seen a picture of them. I just know that their podcast icon is a nice lumberjack looking man with a beard, but yeah. I have not stalked them yet to see the kind of beardage that they have going on on their faces. Are they sponsored? Are any beard, pro- beard products sponsoring them? They, they do, and I didn't have that one written down, but there is a sponsored. beard product that, that they have. We need to get sponsored. Hey, Blocks or Sam Adams, next year Utopia is going to be coming out. That's we right. could promote you to tens and tens of people. We and uh, Morgan <laughs> Freeman is going to make sure to uh, reappear and oh, give his his version of, of events of, you know, my son and I's experience with Utopia. Yes. And, and I will do the same, not in Morgan Freeman, because I can't do Morgan Freeman. OK, but well, who, talk... what uh, what uh, impressions do you have or what um, accents do you have? Um, uh, uh, West can... side, east side. Can you yeah. can you get, impersonate somebody <laughs> from the east side? Oh, my God. Like, do you not have any <laughs> seltzers here? Is that how people from Mason talk? To- totally. Like, <laughs> come on. All I drink are White Claws, guys. Yeah. <laughs> we'll figure something out. <laughs> but, no, Beers and Beards, it, it looks like a really cool show. And, and again, we don't – we were mis – I don't know. We mislistened. We weren't misadvised because no one – said anything one way or another i just think whatever episode we listened to 40 some odd weeks ago yeah. just either wasn't it's okay didn't strike us as local so i apologize but we will definitely be checking you guys out and whenever there is something that is more cincinnati focused we will 100 percent talk about you on truth beer and pot sequences they they there was a little bit of scoffing a at, bit the, of scoff. at the at the uh the fact that uh, a member of the team chose to call Wooden Cask part of the Cincinnati beer scene. This is true, but we all know that Northern area. Kentucky is Cincinnati. Oh, I'm from Cincinnati. And actually wants New- to be part of Cincinnati. Yeah, they yeah, actually absolutely. would like to be, you know, part of the greater Cincinnati area. Do, do you see an FC Cincinnati stadium in Newport? I don't think so. Hmm. 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 But yeah. Greater Cincinnati area. It fits our wheelhouse. You guys can argue all you want on if it is a quote unquote Cincinnati brewery or not. But I love Wooden Cask. I don't think I've ever had a bad beer yes. from them. So yes. they're in our wheelhouse, if nothing else. Yeah. Was there anything else you wanted to mention about this really quick episode before we take a super quick break and then move along to we're gonna drink. You ready for this? Yeah. The Cincinnati Brewcast. Oh yeah. Drink. Okay. drink. We drank, we came back, and it's time for Cincy Brewcast, okay. the recap. Cincy Brewcast. That was pretty cool that Gnome was able to, uh, the magic of scheduling a podcast release, imagine that. He's on vacation this week. He did right. the weekly pint from the beach Yep. while he and a friend of his were condemned to the outside because apparently they made some people in the family mad. Right. If you don't listen to and watch and participate in the weekly pint every Monday, 
you really need to definitely check it out all the episodes uh, are on facebook they're on youtube a couple days after the fact it's a good time we all hang out and it's it's a virtual happy hour and and i love it fun time it's what brought us together into this podcast that's true (laughs) all right let's see cincy brewcast lager fest in northern row with brendan douglas who is a friend of the show yes and a friend of the gnomes Loggerfest at Northern Row is this very weekend. So if you do not listen to our 0.5 episodes, which are typically under 10 minutes long and tell you about all of the events happening in the greater Cincinnati area that have to do with beer, you should definitely do that because you would have known about this event two or three weeks ago by now. Let's see. They still have tickets available. It is June 11th. They actually changed the pricing on tickets because of feedback from... From their fans, from the people that love Northern Row, which what I thought was, was really cool. I believe it was 65 and now it's 55, or was 55 and now it's 45. I don't remember, but it was like a $10 price I think price it's difference. 55. I believe it is as well. Presently. Correct. But it sounds like it's going to be a really cool event, so hopefully it, uh, hopefully it goes well and it can continue to get bigger and better as it goes on What kind of feedback year. is that? I mean, what do you mean with I, that? no, 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 uh, not your feedback, oh. the, the, <laughs> not your feedback, the, the feedback Northern Row got, I mean, let's, right, it's it, we can get into it and we were going to get into it. Just, yeah. it, it, it kind of, um, I'm miffed. I'm not mad. I'm just, I, I'm, I'm a little disappointed in craft beer drinkers uh, in the area. I mean, look, you spend 50, $55 for a general admission ticket to a lemonade stand beer festival that has a goofy, um, it, it's silent disco and, you know, a, just whatever, you know, sure. it's a, a festival that has every major beer that you can get at a, a general grocery chain. Correct. Uh, and... It, they don't. It, they have a problem with a, an event that's a sixty-five dollar uh, price point, where these are, are diverse beers in a particular diverse beers in a particular category with an experience that that's curated for you, and then also that has a an experience added onto it that these other events don't have. This is going to have a, a tour through a loggering tunnel. Right. This is this is not a, they call it logger fest. This is not a festival experience. This is a, like an educational curated, exp- it's not an event, it's an experience. That's yes, probably and, a better way. And to say yes, it. you can go around and you have your taster glass that you get, you get to keep your taster glass mm-hmm. and you go around and you get your tasters, but then you get, uh, included in your price is three half pours. Right. When you go to all these these other, you know, d- d- bigger um, um, put on events, all you get three or four ounces maybe. You get your you get your little taster glass, and that's the most beer you get. You have Unless to keep getting Chris in line. Unless you're Chris from Shift Beers and yeah. you bring your own sixteen you bring ounce your cup. Own sixteen ounce cup. But but you have to keep getting in line to get your teeny little glass filled over and over and over right. again. This one you have. In in the price, you have three half pours on top of all of the other pours that you have. Well, and these are also, from what I understand, specialty loggers that I don't know if they were made specifically for Logger Fest, but they're not the exact same loggers that you can get from these local breweries every day of the year. These are one-off variants. I think Ryan Geist is doing a smoked logger. Things that they don't. The smoked um, lavender. Uh, 
Yeah, 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 which they had at beer, booze, bonks, boinks, banks, banks, boobs, Boob, bobcaps, booze, yeah. biscuits, butts, and was fucking delicious. It was, it was my amazing. favorite that's beer a, of the that's night. That's part of the point. Like you may yeah, be able to get Northern Rolls Kolsch, which is available mm-hmm. year round, but you get other other breweries or maybe even their breweries, especially one off stuff. Right. So I mean, right. come on now. Uh, look, so, I understand that. I understand that the nature of everything that's going on in the world right now, in the sense of their uh, gas prices at five nineteen a gallon locally. Right. You know, I understand that grocery store prices are going up. I understand beer prices are going up. I understand that you know there's 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 fires in California that it rains an inch in Miami and there's three inches or six inches of flooding. I understand all of these things are going on. But look, that means things are going to be more expensive. Correct. When you paid fifty or fifty five dollars five years ago for a festival, it's going to be sixty five dollars this year. Right. Why? Because right. the the beer itself is it's actually more expensive. More expensive. Yes. Fucking yes. get with it, people. And you know what? I was miffed before. I'm not miffed anymore. I'm mad now. Yeah. I'm mad. I, I appreciate what Northern Road did to try to make the event more accessible to everyone. Or, you know, to the people that wanted to. Sure. But at the same time, 100% what you just said, everything is more expensive right now. Just because you have to pay... One to two dollars more per gallon of gas doesn't mean that these local breweries, these smaller breweries, haven't been hit by, you know, the 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 yeast and and the barley's and all of the grain yes. and everything else going up in price too. All They're, of it has gone up. Everything has gone up. Everything has gone up in price. Up. And you know what else? Everybody's wages. And, and a lot, I don't want to say everybody's, but a lot of companies are having to compete with mm-hmm. other companies' wages that are going up. Right. So other places have to raise their wages as well. Right. And craft breweries make, they, they really, really pride themselves on being able to provide a, a wage that is worth the time of the employees. Right. right? So, and there are so different for, levels of that, certainly. Mm-hmm. Sure, you know, sure. But, but. You know, like I, I can remember a, a, a quote from uh, Betty Bolas when uh, she was talking about somebody bartending at Fibonacci. She's like, well, y- you may not be able to, it, this may not be able to be your full-time job or as a part-time job, this may not be able to pay your house payment, but you might be able to pay your car payment. Right. You know, and that's right. from that's from a, a, one of the smallest, um, uh, from a brewing standpoint, a brewing system standpoint, brewery in Cincinnati. Right. So my point is that, look, everything's going up. The price, the price of the festivals, just wait. They're going to go up, too. Mm-hmm. Come on, people. Get on board and support. This is part of what this, it's supposed to be. This, this is an experience. This sell out. For all the people that were like, we can't afford this, we can't do this, Northern Road didn't have to do a single thing with their pricing for this event. They could have said, we understand that things are tight money-wise, but this is the cost that we need to have it in order for this event to work for us. They didn't. Yeah. They tried to appease the masses, so you guys better sell this event out. Yeah, I mean, it, it, otherwise, it say, look, it's look, it, we changed our pricing to be more to be more affordable based off of feedback. Then show up. Yep. On a lighter note, they threw total shade at Mad Tree and Lyft for being a, a was light that a logger. tree pun? <laughs> they they branched out into the the joke. Oh, Marcus rolling wow. his eyes so hard. I know, I know, that was awful. That, wow, what Julia. episode was that that we made some of the worst? Like tree and branch and root jokes that we ever had. I don't know, but but it was bad. 
Well, I'm glad we got to do it yes. again. But yeah, they uh, so apparently Northern Row and Mad Tree they need to uh, face off in in Punch Out if that uh, that ever happens. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say about the little bit of conversation there. Uh, let's see, moving along in the notes that we have here, there was some history that that Brendan shared about the Cincinnati area that I wasn't even aware of. There were more prohibition, or I'm sorry, pre-prohibition brewery structures in Over the Rhine than pretty much anywhere else in the world. He's a big logger nut. He's one of those people that never used to be super into loggers at the right. beginning. But then the more he learned about them, he had a mentor that, right. that you know, loved loggers. And Brennan's like, why? why? It's bud. It's, it's whatever. It's, you know, like, it's like, no, 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 no. It is so much more than that. Mm-hmm. And now Brendan is just as excited and passionate about loggers as, as the gnome, if not more. Brent, he's... Yeah, and I think, I don't know if I feel it comes through. He's a super cool dude. He's a very chill guy. Mm-hmm. He's very um, he's very go with the flow. He's very, um, uh, although he is very calculated when he speaks, and I mean, he's just always been such a, a really super dude. And uh, he's got he's got some um, yeah, brewing, like the, he's got some history in the brewing industry. Right. And right. you know Northern Rose happy to have or lucky to have him. And I know that he is very happy to be with them and to see it. Northern Rose is a place that took a long time to get up and going. And they they had beers out in the market um, before the actual space itself mm-hmm. was open yep. and they yep. were working a long time on this space. Well, they also have a distiller as well, five stories. Five stories. So yep. it was something that they weren't just working on Cincinnati based beer. Right. They were also aging their bourbons or whiskeys, which I believe they said that they're going to have a four year this year, next year, this year, this year, it's going to be age four years. And I just noticed in my notes, the, the mentor that, uh, that got Brendan excited about loggers. His name was also Andy, but he was from Denver. So once again, Andy's are dominating the craft beer world, even outside of Cincinnati. So what is up with that? It's close second or Josh's. It's true. Yeah. Andy's and Josh's. Josh's. I don't know who third is. Uh, It can't be Brian's. It's probably like Umberto. Oh yeah. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of, I mean, Good because the early brewing, you know, I mean, you got Ken Grossman's here in Nevada, mm-hmm. out there in California. There's probably a lot of Umberto's. Craft beer ties everything together, history, culture. I mean, it's all. Yeah, it's, it can all be. It can it's all, all be there. Connected it's all together. It's all connected. Yep. Kind of uh, like the way you know we all, you know, talked about uh, personal interactions and mm-hmm. connecting to this person to this person to this person to this person the way it all just kind of you know it's just a few de- it's a few degrees away from everybody right and it's it's absolutely spectacular when you meet someone new and you find out that they know someone that's only like you said just there's one or two connections away and yep. just the conversations and, and friendships from craft beer are absolutely amazing uh, in our point five we also mentioned that there's going to be a a spirit festival yes. that uh, five stories. So the right. spirit part of Northern Row That's is right. going to be it's having. It's going to be very haunted. June. Tw- yes. Yes. If you go, you may take him a ghost with you and your house will be just as possessed as some of the old loggering tunnels underneath the city of Cincinnati. I'm sure they're haunted. I'm sure they have to be oh, I mean, semi-haunted if not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Ohio Craft Whiskey Festival, June 25th 
If you go to thegnarlygnome.com, there is a booze section. He just posted an article about it. So definitely go to cincyticket.com. From vacation. Yes, from vacation. He was sitting on the porch while he was locked out of the house because he pissed off his wife. I don't know if it was his no, wife no, no, he pissed no, no. He off. Said his sister or sister-in-law. Sister-in-law. But, but if, if, if one woman in the family's mad... You kind of well, take, I, maybe you know, it's maybe I don't so. know. Well, it depends. Okay, so uh, <laughs> vacation advice: You're going to a don't house. Don't vacation with a big portion of your family. You're going to a house, and you're going to have, uh, you know, 10, 15, 16, 20 people in a house. First of all, it's probably going to be an amazing house, right? Because yes. all of you are probably in some way divvying out the cost of this gigantic place that's Correct. probably amazing. Yeah, oh so God, the space and the right amenities the and yeah. all of that stuff is going to be amazing. But you got to put up with all of these different personalities. Mm -hmm. And that can be that can be great and not so great. And that can be awesome and, and terrible. I'll tell you, the, the anger... Or like kind of the crankiness from being sunburned because they're at the beach. You know, someone has gotten sunburned. Oh and yeah. And they're miserable because of it because they feel like they're well, they they are literally baking in their own skin. Right. That crankiness is going to target someone, whether it's intentional or not. Yeah. Though it did sound like from the Weekly Pint that no may have egged on a little bit of the aggression with a song. Yes. We, we may have to have a call. With where them he, and say, hey, where he sings the song. Sing us the song. Sing us the song. Sing us the song. Sing us the song, little no man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's awesome. But no, this episode of Cincy Brewcast was really cool because Brent, you can just tell how passionate about loggers Brendan is. Northern Row is doing absolutely amazing things down and over the Rhine, both on the spirit side and the craft beer side. Mm -hmm. So they have. Uh, again, the, the Craft Whiskey Festival in June. They have the um, Lager Fest coming up this very weekend, June 11th, so the day after this episode comes out. Give this episode a listen. Yeah. Check out Northern Row if you haven't already. Both, again, Northern Row and Five Stories. Yeah, and, if you, and, and really, if you love lagers, be there. If you like lagers, aren't sure if, if, if you're going to be a lager nut, Go check it out. It's I mean, an experience. Lager is yes. great. Lager is fantastic. Yes, there is there is yellow lager uh, that's craft. That's amazing. All the way to very dark lagers. Yep. Um, I mean, we could do without Schwartz beer, but uh, all of it is really Your fantastic. Favorite. All of it's really fantastic. And then uh, don't forget, yes, Five Stories Distillery in conjunction with Carrican and you know the the other um, distilleries we made. You know, there's going to be a lot of really good stuff happening. So get out there and uh, drink, buy, uh, support local, and stop and eating tight wine. Yes. And support the gnarly <laughs> gnome. Absolutely. And look, I, I know in some cases it's not that you're a tight wide. In some cases it's that there is a financial strain out there. Absolutely. And, and in some cases you are having to make sacrifices. And absolutely, you know, that that's not ex – you know, people at this – on these mics are not excluded from those no, things. No, not at all. But, not but, at all. but when those times happen, you pick your opportunities. You know, you pick what your uh, expendable income, uh, and I hate that word, expendable income. I really, really, really hate it, right? But it's accurate. And so you pick what you're going to do. And just like during, you know, the beginning of the pandemic where you picked where you were going to support mm -hmm. 
you know, th- that hasn't changed. You right. know, pick where you're going to support. If you want to see some some place succeed, be part of their success as a and, patron. Right. And what what I'll kind of wrap this up with, as far sure. as where to put where to put your money, if you do have extra, you could go to any of the absolutely amazing bottle shops here in the Cincinnati area and spend fifty five dollars on three or four at most four packs six packs of some amazing craft beer mm-hmm. or that same money you could put towards this lager experience how often will you get a chance to go into the lager tunnels how often will you get a chance to have these special beers that may not be made again you don't know i would much rather put my money towards an experience than a beer that may that i may or may not remember in a week's time that's, I mean, that's you part know? That's part of the craft beer culture, right, Julia, yeah, is yeah. that, you know, we drink craft beer because we want to drink, in our opinion, what is tastier, quote unquote, better beer, sure. right? And sure. it's, it's, it's um, produced in, in, in smaller amounts. It's produced mm-hmm. with, with the care and, and, and the, you know, the, the ingredients for that and, and the process to put out a beer that is uh, far tastier and, and, and many times and most times should be fresher and, right. and, and really, you know, that, that extrapolates out to the, the taproom experience that extrapolates mm-hmm. out to, you know, all of these events, these, these things are, are uh, crafted and calculated to where, yes, it's an experience, but that experience comes, you know, at a little bit more than, than the, the, the average price. Right. And, and we get that. And look, you're going to go to a Cincinnati Reds ball game and watch um, Hunter Green uh, toss 99 mile an hour fastballs and have a fantastic seven inning outing where, I mean, he, he couldn't have faced fewer batters and the Cincinnati Reds win and you're going to pay 12 or $14 for uh, a light American lager from one of these big breweries. You get right. two of those, you get a hot dog, you get a popcorn or whatever. Man, you could have went to Lagerfest. Yeah, Absolutely. It's all about priorities, and we are saying prioritize Loggerfest. So uh, please uh, get on our uh, <laughs> get on our website and click Patreon, and then uh, not Patreon, not but Patreon. not Patreon, click but our click us. support us link. Yes. We are not on Patreon, and the reason yes. why we don't do that is because um, it's it's pretty simple. We want those that are able to give to give when they can give at the pace or the 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 cadence that they choose to give, yes. and the other thing is that with patreon comes a level of expectation of extra content uh we're not there yet folks not yet maybe one day maybe keep an eye on our social media we'll let you know if that happens that's right that's all i have for i'm gonna do it so we can drink the cincinnati brewcast there we go let's drink drink. so let's i'll tell you what this uh this cerveza with the added lime blocks yeah it's pretty damn tasty yeah it's tasty it's it's pretty damn good it also helps that it's in a what is this a 20 ounce glass yeah. Plenty, plenty of goodness to go around. Yep. We're going to take a real quick break and then we are going to recap one of our favorite podcasts to have fun with Shift Beers. Shift Beers. So stick around and we'll be right back. We're back. Did, did, did you just see that on TV, the commercial for uh, Lightyear? The, oh, the new, the new Pixar. Buzz, Pixar, yeah. I saw it. I what did? What? Did why I does miss Buzz Lightyear look like Michael Bublé? Oh, I'm. I must have missed that. Uh, I saw it, but I wasn't really paying attention to it. Looks just like Michael Bublé. I'm gonna have to look that up. Yeah. Hmm. Speaking of things that are just as interesting as Michael Bublé. Yeah. yeah. You're drinking 
a big old mug of of delicious beer. I'm still working the lager. on. Well, no, you. Well, it is. Yes, it is a lager, but it's a different lager than what we started the podcast yeah. with. So I should probably clarify. Bohem. I'm still. So you're doing Bohem, which is on the Gesundheit. Thank you. Which is on the slow pour, the side pour. From, from Triple Crossing. Yes, yeah, it out is. Of, uh, it is Richmond, so good. Virginia. Thank you, Michael from Adina, and your entire team. Yeah. Again, you tend to be the face of Adina, so whenever I say you. I mean the entire team. I know it's a collaborative effort. I'm still working on my uh, C cerveza with uh, lime blocks because blocks. blocks is awesome. It gets you where you need to go. It is one of the alcoholic products in the market today that you can do so many things with. Instead of putting it in beer, you can just put it in a glass and have like a, a chilled Icy, like almost like a frozen margarita sure. in a glass I mean, why, with no work, could, no blender, nothing could, needed. You could crack a uh, alcoholic uh, fuzzy water and uh, or fizzy water, and mm-hmm. you can throw a blocks in there, and yeah. you can uh, make your own seltzer. Make Who your needs own? White Claw when you have blocks and soda water? Yeah, I'm I mean, telling you, could, you. You could do a lot of things with them. Blocks is amazing, and it has led to some of the best ideas we've ever had for this podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Get blocks. So, Marco. Uh, you listened to Shift Beers. I did. Episode 83, where they talked about... Yes. It was not a seltzer show. They made damn sure that everyone knew this is this not is a seltzer show. Correct. It is a hard carbonated water show. Oh, yeah. All right. Cool. Let's see where this incredibly long journey t- took us. Yeah. Besides, you know halfway through my day trying to listen to the entire episode. Yeah, it was, it was a long one. <laughs> it was fun. I was though. a little shocked. Yes, it was It was, it was a lot of fun. Absolutely. So, so we, we, we say it was a long-ass episode because it was a long-ass episode, but there were so many moments to where I had tears in my eyes because I was laughing so hard at what they were doing. They started off with a whole bunch of crispy cracks. Yep. Which they never really clarified if those were Chris's cracks or like can cracks. Right. But then you and I were talking in our pre-production meeting about the Chris's crack. Chris's crack is a little more crunchy. Than crispy. Than crispy. Yeah. yeah. There's that for you guys. You're, you're welcome for the visual that you may there or may not go. get with that. There you go. Later on in the episode, I'm throwing this in right now, but later on in the episode, Beth quit Shift Beers. Yeah. Like, she just flat out went, I am done with this. I just, I can't do it anymore. So, Beth, if you're looking for a new podcast home, our arms are open. BC's Bot Lodge Montgomery every Tuesday. Seat is you, right there. You would be the most amazing co-host on our show, so... Let us know. Yeah. Let us know. Reach out. And, um, I mean, I think that without you, the Shift Beers content is going to go downhill quite rapidly. Yeah. Quite, just, quite rapidly. Just a lot of bros. Lots of bros. Very broish. Very, very broish. And the bros can't handle when the Beths drop some fucking amazing <laughs> jokes. <laughs> the oh, humor. Oh, my God. So we're going to jump around in our recap of this podcast uh, because of things we say remind us of other things from before and after Yeah, Beth, the Beth, notes are. Beth brought not just the burps, but she brought some the, the slaying humor uh, to the show. She shamed the guys, <laughs> and I am <laughs> living for it. It was one of the best moments in Shift Beer's history, like hands down. Like it just oh, sure. was. Beth, I, I love you. And I need more of you in my life. There we go. There we go. 
Let's see. They talked a little bit about something that that I mentioned a while back. If Shift Beers was a band, they would be the band Red Fang. Uh huh. Maybe not necessarily because of the musical talents, but because every single Red Fang video is exactly what you would picture Shift Beers doing if they had some more Patreon donors. There you go. So sign up for the Shift Beers Patreon and let them make some more bonus content. And fuck you guys, I still don't share my password. All I do is hold my phone up so that Marco can listen and watch the amazing Patreon content that you guys produce. So sue me about it. Yeah, and they also called me out. Uh, They said, look, Marco, you're only supposed to call the drunk line when you're drunk. And I'm like, okay, all right, so I fooled you then. (laughs) <laughs> this is true. Shift Beers now has a drunk line. Uh, I feel like it's, drunk line is a ripoff of another local podcast and something that yeah. that, that podcast has had for quite a while. But dr- the, the term drunk line fits Shift Beers better than Cincy Brewcast, I feel like. Right. However, it's still kind of stepping on, on some toes there. But if you do want to call Shift Beers there we go. and leave them a message, that number is 804 804- Four four five, two three three seven, which spells out eight zero four. High five, mm-hmm. beer. Yeah, high five beer. So, leave them a message, and my God, if you're not drunk when you call the line, be prepared that they will rip you to shreds. Yeah, and I don't try to publicly I mean, shame you for I'll, no reason. They should be glad that people are calling. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. What else do we Especially have? Especially dead people. Oh. Because yeah, yeah, there was a dead person was a that, dead that person. called the message. I want to know what they're going to do with their drunk line voicemails. I know that Gnome has played one or two on Cincy Brewcast before in the past. It's been a while. He uses it very often during the Weekly Pint, which you're a huge fan of calling into, and, and, and I did uh, this past week. Yeah, I don't call when I'm not live. Yeah, it's normally uh, like when you're leave, in the car and leave just a comment. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. in the car and I and I have a, a a thing or two I think could could add uh, to the conversation. To the conversation. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, let's see. On on a positive note, Josh and Chris, with with the challenge that you two have with each other, keep it up. Just because your challenge is not a continual downhill, it can have peaks and valleys. So don't think that just because one of you is going a different direction than what you intend one week, that is not the be-all, end-all. No. So don't take a couple weeks in as what's going to happen for the rest of it. You guys very, are doing amazing. I think it was very brave it. of Chris to challenge yeah. uh, Josh in a, uh, a beard-growing contest, especially when Josh had a beard already. Already, right. I mean, those every inch counts, especially between hey, those two. I mean, <laughs> we're, we're, just, we're just talking about beards, right? That's correct. Yeah. Moving on. Uh, Brian went on vacation and... uh, Mothman. Mothman has a dump truck. Right. Holy shit. I had no idea. Dumps like a truck. But uh, yeah, Brian saw it. He saw an opportunity and went, we love to butt luge. And he did. He did. He did. So props to that. Check out... uh, well, it's not on Shift Beer social media, and they, I'm not throwing out the, He went with the Red Bull can. It was the small <laughs> Red Bull can. Yeah, the mini like one. The little, the little Red Bull can <laughs> instead of, like, a monster can. Yeah, I mean. Or the monster size can. To, to, to be fair, to be fair, that crack wasn't nearly the same as if you tried to butt luge with, like, Chris. So, right. I mean, I guess, I guess to scale, 
the mini can worked. Yeah. It got the job done. Right. It did what it was intended to do. Whoa. So no fault. Sneeze no fault. or something. I don't know what that was. <laughs> it was a combination of, I don't a, know. of a sneeze and a hiccup and God knows what else. They played the Florida Man game. Oh, yes. Oh, my goodness. Florida Man. So if you don't know the Florida Man game, basically. Tell them all about it, Julia. Yeah, you, you Google the term Florida Man and then your birthday and see what random ass police drama happened on your birthday involving Floridians. That's right. They're uh, always amazing. And it's, and it's pretty much because in Florida, they have a lot to where you have to publish any arrest. So a lot of this shit could be happening here in Cincinnati, but our police force isn't required to disclose it. We're in Florida. Everything has to be public. So I did our, we had a very easy Florida man challenge because we had the same birthday. That's right. So and I, by the way, listeners, the listeners that know us know that this is true. Yeah. We do share the same birthday. So, Not the I mean, same birth year, correct. close enough, but the same birth day. That's right. So our Florida man game. Joey Votto bangs. Again? Still, still bangs. Still bangs, Joey Votto. Oh. That's a three-run home run by Joey Votto. I'm glad you're the one. I'm glad you're the one facing the TV. Producer Brian is, is shouting Votto still bangs. He is the local goat. Sorry I interrupted you there, Julia. Please. Hey. This is a sports podcast in disguise. It is all good. It is all good. What is not a Florida man about what, you know, you were just, that doesn't That's make right. any sense. Oh, well. So our Florida man challenge for our birthday, uh, apparently a 61-year-old man was arrested for urinating in a convenience store beer cave. Uh, it tracks. Uh, I can, yes. I can see that. I can see it. Very good. Yeah. Not, not the craziest, but the most likely to... Right. Happen in real life at some point in time. Yeah, very as, good. As we do this podcast, they made phone calls. They did. They made phone calls. Well, it's because I, I think what happened is it, they got to the point where they had been recording so long and had so many different drinks. They're like, everything sounded like a good idea. Yes. Well, so I'm glad you said that. Let me tell the listeners what all, not everything individually, but the the conglomeration of car, hard carbonated waters that they drank on this episode of Shift Beers. They had uh, a, several lime-flavored hard carbonated waters from Cigar City. They had the Bud Light cocktail pack. They had the Truly uh, Poolside pack. They had the White Claw Surf pack. And they had some from Oodlefinch Brewing, Brewing Brewery, eh, Oodlefinch. Yeah. I'm leaving it at that. And Illuminated Brew Works. The Oodlefinch was the color of Gak, which was also uh, the color of a cider that I drank last night. Yes, it was pretty, true. It was pretty impressive. So they had a shit ton, metric shit ton, which a shit ton is an actual measurement. Did you know that? Uh, I believe you. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like an actual measurement. Just like a, a butt ton is an actual measurement. Okay. I forget the numbers, but they're legit. That's great. Of these hard carbonated waters. But yeah, far near the halfway to three quarters of the way through the episode, they started calling people. And one of the first numbers they called was AB and Bev. There you go. To talk about the Bud Light cocktail carbonated hard water pack that they were drinking. They, well, they they wanted to let the person that answered know that they wanted to find 
the person that came up with the flavors. Yes. And then they had some 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 uh, actions Correct. that they wanted to to engage in Correct. with this person. Correct. So they spoke to an absolutely amazing human being who took their call so well oh, and was yeah. so excited it sounded like to have a call that's not just hey, my my 24 pack didn't get me drunk enough that it, i mean what what are some of these calls <laughs> like i mean what really no, what is a call into to budweiser what are you calling about what are you calling about? about right i mean for for shift beers it's to say that the the na variety is horse shit in no certain terms which you need to hear what what the bud rep said <laughs> to that because that was an amazing comeback and we think that this rep from bud well i say we shift beers but i agree wholeheartedly we think they may or may not be related to jeff from lagunitas uh, that yes. is the quality and caliber of phone call that this was it's a good phone call it was a very good phone call it was good lead up to the phone call it was mm -hmm. a good phone call uh not a whole lot else after that it was pretty they were they were pretty pretty pitted by that point. That's right. Uh, so they also called Brian's mom. They called Beth's fr Beth's friend Carrie, who both Brian's mom and Carrie have been on Shift Beers yeah. before. Yeah. Amazing, amazing. Got to care, talk to Carrie's this. husband. Got to talk to Carrie's husband, or you know, as they say, Boom Hour. I mean, we pretty much ended the episode. They realized that it was time that uh, they've had too much. And the episode after almost two hours of pittedness. That's right. We have one more thing about shift beers to tell everyone about. That's right. Chris made a prediction about this thing that you're going to talk about. Yeah. And I am happy to say they more than succeeded. Yes. Yes. So do you want to let the listeners know about our favorite part of the shift beers recap. I will just after to follow up on the uh, Joey Votto three run home run. Uh, this is the Cincinnati Reds versus the Arizona Diamondbacks. Bottom of the first with two out. Uh, they went ahead and yanked the starter and are already on reliever status. So uh, going back three, to three nil Reds. <laughs> the, there you go. Don't even give them time to get settled in. It's like, nah, I can't. Nah. You ain't got time for that. Uh, so uh, going back to, yes, of course, Shift Beers. Uh, so there's one show, uh, one podcast uh, that we decided there should be a drinking game for. Yes. And it's Shift Beers. And what we did was decided we were going to count all the audible burps. And then we were going to take that number and off of an average, say, two-ounce uh, sip drink, uh, we're going to you know extrapolate that out to the number of ounces uh, of liquid. Mm -hmm. And then... Uh, segment that out into pints yes. and let you know how many pints you would have had to consume during the time of the shift beers episode if you were playing along with the shift beers drinking game and this one i think everyone is going to uh, be ready it, i'm just saying hold on to your hats I want to start this off by saying do not do the drinking game with this episode with anything that actually contains like alcohol or caffeine or any of those substances that affects your your heart or anything like that because you will be dead. You will die. <laughs> Hands down. No, I, it, you'll just be dead. Please don't do it. What about you do it like... Uh, um if you break it, it into, like, chunks, What maybe? is it? Like a relay. Like, what if you do oh, a relay? You could do a relay. That would be pretty friends. fun. Yeah, okay, that would be okay. 
don't do this by yourself with alcohol. With like batons. We're like, okay, I'm done. And you, <laughs> yeah, like, then you, you pass you, it you on. You smack somebody in the head with a baton and then they start. Yeah, that, that, that could work. That, that would work. Um, before I give the number, the entire shift beer team, yes, I counted the, the uh, mini gnome. And then we was got on a, the show briefly and burped into right. the phone. I did count yeah. that one. That does count as as this. Episode 83 of Shift Beers. Hard carbonated water. Mm-hmm. Their total burp count. <laughs> 162 Jeez. burps. Holy smokes. Six, 63 of them were just in the first 30 minutes. Oh my God! 162 burps. That's 324 ounces of liquid, broken down into 16 ounce pints. 20.25 pints. Oh my God! Hell yeah! You guys will. Well, I mean, if you do another not seltzer show, you might break that record. But holy shit! That's why I said do not do the drinking game to this episode. You will die unless you either relay it or listen to, like, the episode. Even even if you listen to it 30 minutes at a time, that is still almost 60 burps. That's still almost 120 ounces per 30 minutes. Wow. Jesus Christ, That's guys. impressive. That is beyond that is impressive. impressive. I mean, I, my, my hand was cramping up writing the tick marks. I do need to get one of the clickers that, yeah, that Josh should. and Chris think that I have. Because I don't listen in the car because then I can't write down notes. Yeah, clicker. Then I have to write down notes. But a clicker, I think, is going to be the way to go. Yeah. So that we can buy a clicker, please go to truthbeerpod.com and click on the blue support us link. Go to truthbeerpod. Oh, I'm sorry. Go to at truthbeerpod on all of your favorite social media platforms. Email us truthbeerpod at gmail.com and listen to us on the YouTubes, as well as your favorite podcast platform. Just throwing that in there because we need to buy a clicker. That's right. We need to buy a clicker. And excellent. Excellent work out of... And I knew I knew when they started yes. that uh, they were, you know... It was going to be primed. High. They were ready. Oh, my God. I, I, knew that, I knew this was going to be a big one. And... Uh, uh, for burps and then for laughs too. I mean, I, I want everyone to know. I mean, it's just, yeah, it was huge with burps, but it was huge with the laughs oh too. God. I mean, they, they brought the humor. And they if have you, so much fun. if this is your, if this is your first shift beer episode, um, I think you'll get it. I mean, because I, I think but so. if you've listened for a few episodes, you get a lot of the inside jokes that um, all just, of them are telling each other, yeah. and then Beth comes in and just totally bigfoot she lays waste to the guys totally and it it was holy shit it was was hilarious beautiful it was hilarious excellent excellent work beautiful beautiful long episode but worth uh, the listen absolutely yes so julia you told everybody how to follow us how to uh, how to reach out to us um where do they send the uh complaints uh complaints go to at raging hop on twitter and we have not been provided any complaints as of yet but hopefully I say hopefully, not that I want anyone to complain about our show, but it's fun to uh, see what people are saying. So maybe in the next week or two, we will have a few yeah, to possible. cover on air. It's yeah. possible. Yeah. It's possible. Um, thank you again, everyone, uh, for your listenership. I truly appreciate it, Julie and I. I uh, truly understand how valuable everybody's time is. And going back to an earlier uh, point, we do understand how uh, valuable your dollar is. And if you're listening to a craft beer podcast, it's because you want more out of your drinking experience. And uh, also, hopefully, we can provide that out of your listening experience as well. Yeah. 
And, uh, you know, thank you again, everyone. Truly appreciate it. Um, thank you to the shows that we cover, because without your content, uh, we would uh, be talking about, I don't know, knitting. The Reds. Or the Reds. <laughs> Sometimes knitting's Sometimes more exciting. knitting than the Reds, yeah. Uh, and support not only your local craft breweries, but support all of your other local your local alcoholic providers such as your local bottle shops and companies such as Blocks for making absolutely amazing that's right amazing uh, beverage and beverage like products yes there are people there are people that truly care about curating a a great uh, craft beer and also uh bottle shop and 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 bar experience and support those places Mm -hmm. um don't be that person when you know some business unfortunately has to go out of business and say oh they were so fun i liked them and then when you're asked when when was the last time you were there you said i don't know two years ago or you never uh, went well yeah yeah, or you never went support local support local support local thanks everyone uh julia um what are you doing this coming week and and what are you doing maybe uh next tuesday i think in this coming week i'm going to listen to as many cincinnati craft beer podcasts as i possibly can and then on Tuesday, I think I'm going to come here to BC's Bottle Lodge Montgomery, where I will be talking about them with you. Sounds great, Julia. I think I'm going to do the same. Sounds awesome. Cheers. See you next week. Cheers. Cheers.